today. Tomorrow. All from ninety eight point four Pulse Community Radio. Hello and every, everyone and welcome to the, and yet another show with Liam. So, today, well tonight even, um, we're doing Gadget of the Decade. Well, gadgets over the last decade. So, I've got a lot of information, so I will start. And um, these are all dedicate, um, votes from all the viewers of the Gadget Show. So, we have Phone of the Decade, we have Entertainment Gadget of the Decade, Computer Gadget of the Decade, Music Gadget of the Decade, Photography Gadget in the Decade, and the big one, the overall voted by all the viewers, number one, what you have picked to be the ultimate gadget of the decade. So, remember you can text in on 079-30646-984. Now I want a lot of people to take part in tonight's show by texting in tell me what you think is the best gadget of the decade and what you think deserves to be the winner so gadget of the decade it's the last in the series of the gadget show until april um no in april i'm going to gadget show live yay it's in birmingham and they're showing off loads of gadgets you can play with and stuff like that so it's really exciting i'm going with my friend derek so that'll be exciting. So just think how the last 10 years have changed our lives. It's been phenomenal how much technology has been invented and just the stuff that's been brought out and stuff. So first we have phone of the decade. In 2000 came the Nokia 3310. It sold over 126 million units. It could call it could text, it could even download simple games to it. Um, it just done its job. Let's face it, but it wasn't very stylish. So in 2004, along came the Motorola V3 Razor. So phones were not just functional, they were now fashionable. It was made of metal and not plastic with, with, a, with a chemically edged keyboard. But if you like function over form, the Nokia 5140 was for you. This phone was made for the outdoor people. It was packed with a thermometer, a torch, and even a decibel meter, and is endurable. The gadget show blew it up, and they even dipped it in water. Well, dipped it, they put it in a swimming pool, um, and it still worked and it could still make calls. So in 2005, we saw yet more innovative gadgets that would change the way we used our phones forever because of that, that's when 3G internet came about. We could surf the internet. Um, sorry, 3G internet came about. We could surf the internet with ease 
and make video calls. Um, then came along another new age of emailing on the go and one manufacturer was king of that. They invented push email um, and that was Blackberry because they invented push email which means as soon as you get an email you're alerted to it just like you are with a text message. Um, and I have push email and it's really, it's really, it's really awesome. Um, by 2006, our phones weren't just boring. Now they were brilliant smartphones. Like the Nokia N95 with a 5 megapixel camera, full web browser and even GPS. 21 million units worldwide. That's how much they sold. Um, no, this next bit is a phone... Um, that I'm going to describe to you, then I'm going to play some music and I want you to text in and tell me if you know what phone it is. So here we go. It sold over 21 million units worldwide. People were queuing outside at launch. People had to pay 269 for the privilege. It had a camera. It had multimedia functionality. The best touchscreen capability of any phone. Full email. It has one of the best web browsers. It has Wi-Fi. It has over 25,000 apps available for it. And they have even been downloaded over 1.5 billion times. So, I'm going to play some music here. And I want people to text in and tell me what you think the gadget that I just described was there. And remember, the number is 079 Six four six nine eight four, um, and this bit of music I am just about to play. Some people either love it or hate it. My dad absolutely hates this song, so I hope he's listening because it will annoy the heck out of him. It's Mark Brown. The journey continues, and it's the Degil and Gamma remix. Broadcasting to East Lancashire and beyond. This is Pulse Community Radio.
Come on, guys, get the answer in. 07930646984. Come on, guys. By the end of this song, I want an answer. Clues again are 21 million units worldwide sold, people were queuing outside at launch, people had to pay £269 for the privilege, it had a camera, it had multimedia functionality, the best touch screen capability on any phone, full email, it has one of the best web browsers and Wi-Fi, it has over 25,000 apps available for it and they have been downloaded over 1.5 billion times. On 98.4, you're tuned to Pulse Community Radio. Hello guys and welcome back to the show. Before the break there, the, I gave you a kind of sort of question. The answer was the iPhone. So there you go. It's amazing, I love the iPhone. I've got one personally myself and I really like it. Uh, I've, I, have, I have over 157 apps. <laughs> That's a bit obsessive, I think. Um, so, now for the nominees for this category. Now, this works by, the Gadget Show had them on their website, and basically the ones that get the most votes, they put forward as them to V each other. So basically we had the Nokia 3310, Nokia N95, and the iPhone. So, what you have chosen for this category... So what you have chosen, nice tension music there. So what you have chosen for the phone of the decade is... The Apple iPhone! Yay! (laughs) Yep guys, so the Apple iPhone took that award. So well done to Apple, they got a trophy. Um, So well done to them. So... Still to come, we have Entertainment Gadget of the Decade, Photography Gadget of the Decade, Computer Gadget of the Decade, and Music Gadget of the Decade. And remember the final one, the one that's been voted the top overall Gadget of the Decade. So, next, now we have Photography Gadget of the Decade, 
talking about photography, I'm a photographer myself. So you can check out my website at liamdphotography.com or you can search in Yahoo, Liam Darling. I'm working on Google just now to get me on the top, but Yahoo will come up first, so remember it's Liam Darling. So anyway, now, let's go back to round about the year 1990. We would go to a shop, buy film, and load it carefully into your cameras. Um, you could... You couldn't take any more than 36 photos and you had to make everyone count because even if they were rubbish, you still had to pay for them all because there was no way to select them because there was no way to like select because they were all joined in a film and it was too much hassle, whatever. So uh, now, once you've taken your pictures, you would carefully remove the film and take it to the shop to get it developed and then wait up to two weeks before you got them back. <sighs> Seems so long. <laughs> and when you go, uh, when you did get them back, they're not the way you remembered them. The exposure was different. The colours were a bit off. Um, now, let's remind ourselves how we take pictures now. Step one, you would take a photo and right away your photo would appear on the LCD on the back of the camera to make sure everything was okay, that you liked it and stuff like that. You could, uh, you could delete it, you could keep it, um, and so on. Next, this, the next steps are up to you. You can delete the bad ones, like I just said, keep the good ones. Well, of course you're going to keep the good ones, but anyway. You can download them to your computer. You can upload them to the internet. You can print them off. You can even get them printed on mugs, mouse mats, t-shirts, and more. And things quickly changed in 1999. Nikon's D1 was the first digital camera to be adopted by professional photographers even though it only had 2.7 megapixels and it costed over £3,500 that seems mega mega expensive because now with round about that price you can get a 25 megapixel so just shows how expensive things were then, four years later, the first affordable digital SLR camera came to the market. It was the Canon EOS 300D. It would set you back around £600, and that was revolutionary. The success of the digital Comcat camera was even more incredible. Canon alone has sold over 100 million digital cameras thanks to their Exus range. The Fuji F3-1 FD launched in 2006, it had a super sensor and amazing image quality. Cameras had came such a long way in 10 years, from film to digital was an amazing period for everyone. Kodak, the biggest manufacturer of film, even stopped making it several years ago because the market just wasn't there anymore. The internet has also played its part in the in internet, eh, its part, the internet and photography were made for each other. Social network sites are crammed full of digital images. Facebook alone gets 2 billion photos every month. And, and for photo connoisseurs, there's Flickr launched in 2004. It's considered the best online photo management and shading software application in the world. 
Home Computers has made photo uh, photo manipulation so easy and one of the programs is Photoshop 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 <laughs> Photoshop Shop what do I keep doing that for? Photoshop has been so successful that it has entered the language we no longer talk about manipulating our images we talk about photoshopping them people carry their cameras everywhere and anywhere in the street, friend's house, a salsa club, <laughs> a football game, even a supercross event. The photography gadgets nominated for this award are Adobe Photoshop Elements, the Flip Ultra video camera, and Windows Movie Maker. So, <laughs> the winner of Photography Gadget of the Decade is <laughs> I think this is a bit too dramatic is Adobe Photoshop Elements so well done Photoshop Elements I've done a few photo edits in my time <laughs> and thanks to you so after some music I am going to up next, it's the best computer gadget of the decade. So I'm going to play some music in a row here. So remember guys, you can get your texts in on 079-30-646-984 and I'll do your shout-outs. Why have I still got attention music on? <laughs> I'll do your shout-outs and requests. I'll try and fit your requests in and stuff. So guys, here we go. We're starting off with a lovely Christmassy song. There's about six days to go, is there? 18, 19, Yep, seven, six days. So here we go, guys, with White Christmas. Oh, 
Text us now 07930 646 984. Did you get that? 07930 646 984.
You're listening to Pulse Community Radio 98.4. Sorry, guys, just had to cut that a little short there just so that I could um, get this done in time. And actually, that wasn't the right song. <laughs> My planning kind of went wrong because that was meant to be Eric Pritz. <laughs> but anyway, now just before I go into the story of Computer Gadget of the Decade, I'll just give you a quick weather update. Now, it's for Barhead, it's minus one at the moment. Friday is going to be sunny and it's going to be one. Then, on Saturday we've got snow, yay! Sunday we've got snow, yes! Monday we've got snow, yay! Tuesday we've got snow, Wednesday we have snow! But hopefully, this time, the weather forecast doesn't lie and we actually get snow. Hopefully it will be like down in England, man, totally wiped out with snow. Okay, but anyway, we went off a little bit there on one, but, so, computer gadget of the decade. So, in January of 2001, was the first major milestone of the decade. This was when the PC versus Mac got serious. This was the year of the operating system. On March the 24th, Apple launched OS X, seven months and a day later, why did it have to be a day later? Why could it not just have been seven months? Anyway, Microsoft retaliated with Windows XP, and now, ever since, people have argued till this day over which is best. Basically, I think PC and Mac. I like I like the both of them, but I'm a prim- primary user of Mac. Um, but I, I use PC from time to time as well. So basically, I like the both of them. So 2001 was also. also saw the beginning of the broadband revolution. However, broadband speeds were very slow at this point, only 512k per second in most homes. Things were changing though. In 2002, some people were getting as much as 2 megs per second, but it was over the last uh, over the next five years computing really moved on broadband had increased by 600 percent now you can get like 50 meg that's just phenomenal but in some countries you can get a thousand just now hopefully that will come here soon i mean downloading music won't even it'll take a millisecond so and by winter 2006 13.1 million people had been connected to the new broadband servers so, so considering this amount of people now online gave birth to internet sharing websites, first came MySpace in 2003, then Facebook in 2004. Google Elf, Google Elf, Google Earth followed in 2005. In the same year, wait, in the same year, we shared, uh, how we share videos changed forever when YouTube was launched. Within three years, YouTube was receiving 1 billion views per day. Oh, that's just amazing. 1 billion hits per day? Wow. PCs and laptops also changed dramatically over the decade. Processing speeds were up to 35 times faster. Hard disk space, 60 times greater. By 2007, they got a whole lot smaller with the launch of the netbook. Pioneered by the Asus EPC, they were small, lightweight, and low cost. Netbooks were designed 
to be taken everywhere and anywhere. But the big news since the millennium has been wireless internet. First, our lives were changed forever by Wi-Fi, then came 3G internet through the phone network, and by 2007, it was quick enough to, for us to surf all across the land. By 2009, laptops looked big and clunky. What it's all about now is iPhones, Blackberries, HTCs, pocket-sized connect, connected computers. The popular, popularity has surged in recent years. In the UK alone, 10 million of us use these every day to connect to the internet. With so much innovation over the last 10 years, there is a huge number of computing gadgets which has literally changed our lives. But what did the gadget show of yours choose to be the gadget show's computing gadget of the decade? As usual, I have my tense music. <laughs> now, the contenders for this category are Facebook, a USB flash drive, and YouTube. Actually, sorry, I'm just going to take Facebook and YouTube. I mean, a flash drive compared to these two? Come on. Even though flash drives are little cute, lovely wee things, I mean, they don't compare to Facebook and YouTube. So, and the winner is... YouTube! Yay! So, YouTube got the award. Well done to YouTube. So, next up, we have Music of the Decade. Now, text in, guys, on 079306469846984. That number again is 079306469846984. And tell me what you think should be Music Gadget of the Decade. So, up next, we have piece of music by the Black Eyed Peas and it is Meet Me Halfway. I'm just thinking, thinking, thinking about you Every single day, guess I'm really missing, missing you And all those things we used to, used to, used to, used to do Hey girl, what's up? It used to, used to be just me and you I spend my time just thinking, thinking, thinking about you Every single day, guess I'm really missing, missing you And all those things we used to, used to, used to do Hey girl, what's up? Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Myself to take me where you be Cause girl I want I, I, I want you right now I travel up town, town I travel downtown Wanna have you around, around Like every single day I love you always, wait, wait Can I'll you meet, meet you me halfway? halfway Right up the borderline 
Remember and text in guys and let me know because soon we will I will be telling you what you've voted as the the ultimate gadget of the decade. Now I want you to text me in and tell me what you think deserves gadget of the decade. Come on, over ten years what has been your favourite gadget of all time? <laughs> so basically so contact me on 079 30 Broadcasting to East Renfrewshire and beyond. This is Pulse Community Radio. Everybody needs a pulse, so why not make it this one? Pulse Community Radio. Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. I'm going to go quick because I don't know if I'm going to have enough time. It's 20 to 8. So up next, like I said, we have Music Gadget of the Decade. Okay, here we go. So, it began. In the beginning, man created the beat. And the beat was good. As music developed, people from all around the world gathered to hear. Wondering materials play their funky music and for hundreds and hundreds of years <laughs> live was the only way to listen to music however the last 100 years or so had moved on a lot and a number of ways to listen to music ways to listen to music grew and grew GS laptop but everything that went before was nothing compared to the last 10 years the last decade has been the way we listen to music changed beyond recognition. Back in 2000, people went to places called shops and exchanged cash for music by recording artists such as The All Saints, Craig David, and Steps. Then, some clever Germans developed a way to compress music and turn the world on its head with a new file format, MP3. It was Apple that tuned us all into MP3 when they launched the incredibly successful iPod in 2001. 
Oh, I think I should basically mention MP3 is the full song except it's compressed down so that it doesn't take up a lot of space and blah de blah de blah. So, since then, there has been six different classics, a lot of minis, nanos, shuffles and even touches, and by 2009, 220 million iPods had been sold worldwide. What iPods and other MP3 players have done is enabled a near constant soundtrack to everyday life with your inter music collection, entire music collection available at all times and the raise of music on the go has meant a raise in demand for ever variety the range of earphones and headphones. In ear over the ear, big bass, more treble, control on the wire, wireless. The last ten years has been crazy has been headphone crazy. The most important headphones of the decade, Bose Comfort Series, these were the first consumer noise cancelling headphones to hit the market in 2000 at a healthy cost of £275. Microphones in the ear cups monitored background noise and played out a signal to cancel out unwanted noise. But it's the internet that has revolutionised how we listen to music this decade. In 2005, downloads from sites like iTunes, Napster, sold, outsold physical tracks for the first time, and in 2009, 98% of singles were bought online. Plus, sites like MySpace had given an audience to 8 million new magicians. Magicians? What? Magicians? <laughs> um, the one. So, here we go. Oh, I'm unprepared. Where's my tense music? Where's my tense music? There we go. So, nominated for this award is. I don't even know because the Gadget Show never said. They just said, we all know what it's going to be. And it was, of course, the iPod, which was launched in 2001. It sold over, it has sold an amazing 220 million units. That's just, that's just amazing. I mean, come on. So, now for entertainment. So, it's quarter two. I hope I get this finished. So, I'm going to play some music here. And this is... And then afterwards, we're going to do entertainment. So we have Left My Heart in Tokyo by Miniviva.
Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. Sorry Mini Viva for cutting you off, but I'm really behind schedule here. So, a big shout out to Murdo. Sorry I don't have your song, but a big shout out to you anyway. Okay, here we go. Okay, I need to do this quick. So, this entertainment gadget of the decade. Now, remember, back in the day, you had to go to concerts and cinemas. <laughs> there was no way to do all this stuff in your house. So, televisions of the last decade. We started the decade watching CRT TVs, but they were limited to screen size of 40 inches. That's because the size, weight of the Katori tube. <laughs> but it wasn't long before we were fed up of sharing a living room with something so bulky and ugly. Luckily, some clever boffins were developing much thinner flat screen technologies like plasma and LCD, which gave a brighter, crisper and... What? What have I wrote here? And crucially in high definition, and we went mad for HD. So much, so more than half of us own HD TV and it is predicted by 2013, a staggering 85% of us will own one. And while experts continue to argue which gives the better viewing experience, LCD or plasma, in 2007 the LCD with its wide range and avail- available sizes became the most popular TV, crushing, crashing with an amazing 47% of the market. But now, as we end the decade... A newer, even thinner TV type is on sale. An OLED TV. Now, I searched this on the internet for something like a ridiculous price for an an 11-inch OLED TV. It was like four grand or something like that. Remember, we also had HD DVD and Blu-ray. They are phenomenal. Blu-ray is just amazing. So, HD DVD beat Blu-ray launch by three months. But that still never stopped Blu-ray from whipping HD (laughs) DVD. So anyway, HD DVD lost the battle to Blu-ray. So basically, Blu-ray knocked out HD DVD in 2008. And decision by Warner Brothers to stop using HD DVD. Coupled with the growing popularity of Sony's PS3. Which came complete with an inbuilt Blu-ray player. So... So that's when the HD DVD versus Blu-ray war ended. But the PS3 had competition of its own. When the Xbox 360 was launched, the 360 came first in 2005, selling a whopping 10 million units worldwide, even before the PS3 saw the light of day. Almost a year later, and that head start made all the difference because as we end the decade, the 360 has sold out has sold the P- sold out the PS3s. 36 million to 27 million. Whew, that's quite a bit. Because of a console with a funny name came from the back of the pack to turn the gaming world on its head, the groundbreaking Nintendo Wii, thanks to innovative control system and, a v- and very fun games, the Wii had managed to shift an amazing 56 million units worldwide. And remember, of this decade, we've also had things like Sky Plus. Sky Plus is phenomenal recording and all that. So next, so bit, so the bit you've all been waiting for, entertainment gadget of the decade results. The contenders are out of two. 
and they were quite close as well. These are the Nintendo Wii and the Sky Plus box. So I've not got any time for all this pausing and stuff. So the winner was the Nintendo Wii. Well done, Nintendo Wii. So, whew. now the pinnacle of the show. Coming up next, it's the big one. It's the biggest gadget of the decade. So I'm going to quickly play some music and then we'll be, we'll be back and tell and I'll tell you what the, the winner is of the biggest one. So in the meantime, get your takes in and tell me what one you think it should be on 079 30646984. But now, <laughs> but now I have a request for my sister. She requested a song, but we, we don't have it, so I'll give you this one instead, Tina. It's got the same first letter, so first name. So here we go, Tina. <laughs> so remember, guys, the number is 079 On 98.4, you're tuned to Pulse Community Radio. Destination unknown, 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 unknown. So guys, come on, you've not got long. What do you think deserves Gadget of the Decade? Text to 079-30-646-984. I forgot to mention, the text that I got from Murdo, he says the best gadget he thinks of the decade has been Bluetooth. Strongly agree with you there. Come on folks, this text phone is very lonely tonight. <laughs> I'm getting come on, text in 079-30-646-984 and tell me your ultimate gadget, the one that you think is your favourite, the one that you think's gonna win. And shout out to my sister's friend. Hello Jen! Okay, I'll just leave that playing in the background, but we need to go quick. So, the gadget shows, gadget of the decade, the ultimate one that everyone has voted that has come out tops in all of the above. Here we go. For my big tension. And the winner is... The Apple iPhone! Yay! So... Well done to Apple. 
they have picked up three awards, the iPod, the phone of the decade, and the ultimate one. So they've kind of get two for the, 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 the iPhone. So anyway, also, a site that I love to use, the iPhoneBlog.com, also posted a blog, posted some information that was quite weird because they posted it on the same day as the Gadget Show. The iPhone also got other stuff of the decade. I'll quickly read this quote. Now, hopefully I've got enough time now. Apple won much of the decade in Adweek's Best of 2000s award, which give, gave their long and success history of brilliant advertising shouldn't come as too much of a surprise to any of us in tech. And it starts right at the top with Big Apple himself, Steve Jobs. Marketer, marketing marketer of the decade think different that was their motto so apple also took honors of for the brand of the decade ipod for the product of the decade get a mac for campaign of the decade slogans no silhouettes the ipod and itunes commercials for out of home ad of the decade and nike plus for digital campaign of the decade Phew! Hope Steve Jobs and Phil... Phil? Shatler? Help him cart away these trophies. I mean, that's how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, nine, including the gadget show? Oof! He done well. So, anyway, that's that's me done <laughs> for another Friday. Thanks to everyone who's listened and took part, even though nobody really took part, thanks to Murdo for saying Bluetooth was his favourite. Uh, my favourite, let me see. Let me think what my favourite's been apart from the iPhone. Um, quick, we've got some time here. I like the Xbox. I like the PS3, I like Blu-ray. Actually, like hundreds, I mean, this decade, if you think about it, has changed, changed everything. I mean, look how much technology's been developed and stuff. So, everyone, thanks for listening again. And since it's nearly Christmas, I'm going to wind down with a Christmas song. So here we go, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next Friday, hopefully. So here you go, guys. I'll leave you with I Wish It Could Be Christmas every day. Broadcasting to East Renfrewshire and beyond. This is Pulse Community Radio.
98.4. This is the Wizard, and that was Wizard with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day.